Welcome to the Sales Squared Podcast, your destination for leveling up in sales, marketing, and business development. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Join us to hear real entrepreneurs with real experiences, engaging with real experts from the world of sales, business, and entrepreneurship. And now for another Sales Squared Value Bomb. Hello, and hello, welcome hello. to another episode of the Sales Squared Podcast. And today we're going to talk all about LinkedIn. Mm. So LinkedIn is one of the most popular social networks in the, in the world. And it's obviously used for professional networking. So the context of talking about LinkedIn today is as a marketing tool. So myself and Scott have got a lot of experience on LinkedIn. We've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. And <laughs> basically... We're going to talk all about the strengths of LinkedIn, what are some of the weaknesses, what are some of the opportunities, and what are some of the threats, so kind of a SWOT analysis conversation, I suppose, on LinkedIn and how it can be used. So, Scott, what's your experience on LinkedIn? Mm. I think for a little bit of background for everyone out there, you know, me and you have been plowing LinkedIn for years now. Um, So, in terms of, you know, just the the sheer opportunity as a platform is huge, right? You've got over 500 million total users. um, 590. 590, Mm. wow. Um, You know, around 40 million students and 87 million millennials. So, when you start to kind of dissect just the platform in terms of the demographics, it's it's pretty interesting mm-hmm. and unique. So it's obviously the biggest platform in the world. Um, and probably one of the first strengths for me was just connecting with people. I'm a natural connector myself, I think, anyway, mm-hmm. and so are you. But having the ability to reach out to pretty much anyone you want in any business, in any industry, is fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's really fascinating because, you know, 20, 10, even 10, 20 years ago, we wouldn't be able to have that opportunity right now. And, you know, just from a click and a nicely crafted message, you can pretty much spark a conversation with anyone. So mm-hmm. opportunity everywhere. Yeah, no doubt. And, and just to preface that, it's, you know, it's, it's the largest professional network on the world. Obviously, we've got Facebook and, and things like Instagram, which have, you know, two billion users or something on Facebook and a billion, I think, on Instagram. But it's a professional network means the peop- the reason people are on there is to generally engage with like-minded professionals and even maybe find people to do business with. So that's another yeah. huge benefit, right? There's a huge user base, as we said, 590 million users. And the really great thing about that is you can actually be ultra targeted mm. on LinkedIn, right? So you can basically find exactly who you want to find if you do the right search parameters and you know there are some people who will say you know i only go on linkedin to connect with people i know or or, (laughs) i only want to speak with people i know and you know fair enough it's you know it's it's a professional network and if you decide that you want to use it that way then fine but at least in my experience the majority of people are more than open to creating new relationships and look it's the 21st century so if we can if we can find people to connect with online and i know that several of my friends, my colleagues and, and people that I do business with, I've met them on LinkedIn. Yeah. And it all started with that LinkedIn connection, that LinkedIn conversation. So the key with that is the ability to actually find if you want to find if, if let's say you're a business coach and you want to find a um a list of all the owners of plumbing companies in I don't know, Denver, Colorado, for example. Mm. And let's say that you want them to have a minimum of 50 employees and a maximum of 200 employees, and you want them to have been in their role for at least two years. You can literally go and find those people, and it's endless, the, the possibilities of actual demographical 
people, I suppose, or groups of people that you can find on LinkedIn. So I think that's another benefit. If you're looking at it from a marketing perspective, the segmentation is really, really powerful. Just as powerful as something like Facebook or something like Instagram, the benefit being that you can actually make a personal interaction. Mm. Um, So that's another strength. Yeah, I I completely agree there. I think a question that most business owners, even sales professionals, anyone that uses LinkedIn is, what's the opportunity cost of not using LinkedIn? And I think that's really, really important because as you said, you know, today's day and age, there's so much information. There are so many avenues, so many channels to explore Mm -hmm. as a salesperson and a business owner. Um, And LinkedIn has just become one of those formidable kind of, um, you know, platforms that everybody's using. So why not use it guys? It's awesome. No, agreed. And I think another another strength, and I, we will get into some weaknesses and some <laughs> and some uh, threats of, of LinkedIn at some point. But another strength is that you can do extensive research on people. So mm-hmm. let's say that you identify that there's a list of fifty people that you want to do business with, that you want to use LinkedIn as a tool to find find them and do business with them. You can actually find them. You can research their profiles. You can research their businesses you can have a look at what they've done in the past their history and you can kind of paint that picture of them in your own mind and in Mm. your own research and then when you do reach out to them when you do have a conversation you have all of these reference points that you can then uh, mention in the conversation to show that you have done your homework and it's a great tool to be able to do that and I guess on the segue to that is that used in the right way you can and we've seen this we've seen this we've experienced this you can consistently consistently generate conversations with your target market on linkedin and you can consistently generate sales and we know that from experience and we know that because we've seen it we also know that you can go on linkedin and have zero results Um, (laughs) so let's let's segue into the weaknesses yeah what are some of the weaknesses of linkedin you know as the platforms become a lot more popular and the user base has increased obviously there's going to be a lot of competition right there are so 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 many um you know companies out on linkedin um you know offering to do certain services you know certain businesses are increasingly adapting this strategy as as part of their marketing arsenal i guess Mm -hmm. um so i think the competitiveness is is a real weakness i guess but it can also be seen as a strength you know if you're having so many businesses that are competing Mm -hmm. the quality has to raise true and you know once the quality raises the only winner at the end of the day is the people buying the services so it's a bit of a absolutely match, I guess. that's that's a really good way to look at it and look there's a lot of competition on linkedin more and more people are becoming savvy to the fact that it is a great way to find your target market it is a great way to engage in conversation and yes it's becoming very competitive out there for, for every service for every business there's probably 10 20 30 marketers messaging the person you want to message at any one time mm-hmm. so that is a weakness and and for some that will that will destroy them LinkedIn or destroy their strategy. The opportunity that we will get into a little bit later is that if you can actually differentiate yourself, if you can mm-hmm. actually craft a really, really compelling message, and if you can resonate with that person, speak to them in their language, then you are going to stand head and shoulders above your competition and be successful. Mm. But we'll move on to that in a bit. But another weakness, I think, for LinkedIn is that if, if you are doing an outbound strategy, you should be aware that maybe one in every 200, one in every 300 people, um, it may be more if you have a, a weak message, but some people are gonna get annoyed with you. This is, this is human nature, right? So yeah, running LinkedIn campaigns, we've seen in the past that for every, pos- for every 10 positive responses, for every 
30, 40 positive responses, there's going to be one negative. And mm. that may be someone who's having a bad day, <laughs> who has seen your message and thought, right, I'm going to, I'm going to show this person. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to tell them what I, what I think about their marketing strategy. I'm going to, or maybe, you know, I, I have sales expert down on my LinkedIn profile and I'm going to, mm, I'm going to show this person what, what good sales is. But you know, you're, you're going to get people who are going to get annoyed with you. There's part and parcel of it, but please, if you're running a strategy or if someone's running a strategy for you, don't mm. take that to heart. It's just people generally in our experience, people having a bad day or people who do not like networking, people who do not like communicating. And they're the kind of people who you don't want to do business with. So it's a great way of them telling you, I'm not a prospect. And they certainly aren't the kind of person that you want to work with if they're going to send a passive aggressive message to you on LinkedIn in response to your offer yeah. to provide value to them. So um, true. And I think, you know, nicely to link in with that and we could have a separate conversation about this, but you know, what effect has the bots, the automation, the constant programs mm-hmm. that are being run mm-hmm. through LinkedIn, um, and really I think in my opinion, devaluing the network. Yeah. Um, you might think back to five years ago where those kind of things weren't as uh, prevalent, but um, you know, increasingly it's becoming a thing. Automation is huge in business right now. Yeah, um, sure. But, it, you know, I stress this as, as someone who has, you know, substantial LinkedIn experience, just be respectful, be careful um, with what you're saying. But, you know, from the experience that you do increasingly have from LinkedIn, you will know, you know, a, a, a kind of message that's got a personal outreach that's a little bit more crafted with care as opposed to something that's just shot out on the boilerplate mm-hmm. um but it's super super interesting um some of the responses i, I guess that is a weakness right uh, it, yeah for sure and and just another note on on those those bots i think we had a conversation with a guy the other day who was using this linkedin software service and he he was paying like 30 pounds a month to mm-hmm. get x amount of leads but it got shut down after like yeah. a month so linkedin do shut these these software packages down and they may actually ban your profile from, mm. from ever using LinkedIn again or, or put you on a blacklist. So you can actually use the platform because you, you disobeyed, I suppose, the rules yeah. of using this software to, um, to spam people, I suppose. Mm. And you, know, you, can't be, you can't be human in, in a bot interaction. It's just you know, a copy and pasted kind of boilerplate message out to yeah. know, a thousand people. You might get one lead, but you're gonna burn 999. So yeah, that's... Um, you know, I guess it is a weakness and it's something to be wary of, at least on LinkedIn. For me, I think one of the, the main weaknesses is that, or maybe this comes in as a threat, actually, but it's LinkedIn might not be there forever. It's a social social media platform, right? So mm. we've seen them come and go. I remember MySpace was there. It yeah. used to be like the old Facebook and that, that went. Um, when I was a kid, I used to go on something called Bebo. <laughs> Bebo. <laughs> um, that, that came and went. And was there's always video of the day thing? Do you remember you used to select like a video you had in your little box and it changes around? <laughs> I don't you remember know, that. Man. <laughs> um, but my point is that there's there's so many of these social media platforms that, that come and go. At the minute, it seems like these ones are here to stay that we have at the minute. But in three years and five years, you don't know what's going to happen. So the network that you build on LinkedIn might not be there forever, which is why it's really, really important to actually yeah. uh, harvest that mm-hmm. network, if, if that makes sense. And build relationships with these people so that they're, they're strong and they're not just based on a simple LinkedIn connection. Yeah. I guess an opportunity for that is take advantage of it when you can. Yeah. Don't miss the the boat. There is a great opportunity on LinkedIn to 
find the right people for your business so if you can actually take advantage of that right now then you're not going to be kicking yourself in three years when it's gone and there's no good way to actually find who you want to find online yeah of course and i think networks are everything these days right so if you're able to um build a digital network that's full of rich contacts that offer real value not just to yourself as a business but to your wider community you know mm. you're not just serving yourself through linkedin you you, you have a band of of clients and, and an extended network to reach out to and i think a great opportunity of linkedin is is referrals being able to connect people with like-minded people being able to think oh this client I know is, is could be a perfect match for this client and making that connection so effortlessly. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, you know, it builds into to brand value as well, you know, being able to build a perception of yourself. And we know how important that is in sales, right? Mm -hmm. The way that you represent yourself, the way that you communicate yourself to a wider audience. So yeah, LinkedIn is super, super cool. I think, um, you know, with the content, with the conversational aspect, um, you can create a very, very good strategy um, for whatever your needs are, I guess, mm -hmm. in, uh, in business. Absolutely. So let's bounce some more opportunities. So, so one, one real great opportunity that I found on LinkedIn is that it's a great chance to actually test out different segments that you think mm. you can target with different messages, different approaches, and kind of A-B test different strategies to find your product to market fit. So mm. let's say that you are a business consultant and you specialize in a variety of areas. Why not target people specifically for, uh, let's say, operational help, maybe for organizational development, maybe for marketing. Let's say you're a specialist, a, a jack of all trades, kind of seasoned business consultant, you know, 20, 30 years experience, and you have this experience in all these different fields. Why not test out different things that you have expertise into the market and find what's getting the best response? It might be that people really, really want help with organizational development and you have, for every 10 messages you send out, two people come back to you and, and say, hey, this is exactly what I need right now. It might be that when you do the same for marketing, you get only one in every 100 coming back. So that what makes more sense to go for the, yeah. the market that's responding really well or the market that's not? And the only way you can find that stuff out is by testing and measuring. Yeah, and data drives growth and we know that from mm -hmm. so many kind of businesses. And, you know, data drives growth. Let's, let's just talk about that for a minute. You know, what LinkedIn offers isn't just a business development strategy. It offers a market research strategy too. So you think about some elements of your business, you know, if you offer coaching, maybe consulting, speaking engagements, um, you know, program development, whatever you offer, if you're able to find a segment of your business that appeals the most to that crowd of people, you know, it makes sense to just scale that, right? It's focus on what works for you and don't focus on the rest. It kind of falls into the 80-20 rule, I mm -hmm. guess, as well. You know, focus on the top 20% of your business and, you know, kind of leave 80% of it on the table. But very, very interesting. Um, and creativity is huge. You know, the ability to do what you want on LinkedIn, create your own personal influence, mm -hmm. create a personal brand get out there with the stuff that people need to be seeing. And I think the more consistent you are, the more successful you're gonna be. So what do you think, Scott, some of the ways to stand out from the crowd on LinkedIn or start up, stand out from the competition? Mm, it's a good question. And it's a question I get asked a lot, I guess. Um, and I think one of the first things we have to think about is the outreach. What I mean, even take a step back, what's the goal that you want to achieve here? Is it to draw a conversation up with someone of particular interest? Is it to develop a brand and, and put amazing videos, content, um, infographics out there? Um, so 
I think from my perspective, one of the first things you have to do is find a goal. What are you using LinkedIn for? Mm-hmm. Get clear on what you're actually going to use it for and then develop something around that. Um, and I guess that's where, you know, creativity, the brand perception, everything that you want to be happens there. So what are your thoughts on that? I completely agree. And I think something really, really important is to understand sales, understand marketing mm. before trying to execute on a LinkedIn strategy and definitely 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 do not go with a marketing team if you go down that route who do not understand sales psychology or marketing psychology because what they're going to do is yes they may find the right people yes they may add them into your network yes they may engage with them but if the actual copy of what they're saying if they're not presenting the challenges that they have in the in the correct way if they're not presenting the solutions that you have in the correct way if they're not providing a compelling call to action to actually get to the next stage of that sales process then you're going to get nowhere you're actually going to burn prospects so Mm. if you do decide to go with a marketing company to to help you with your linkedin then then make sure that you can see some of their work see some of their copy Uh, the last thing you want is people just sending out these these boilerplate messages messages that are not qualifying prospects it's another really important thing. thing to do is to actually qualify prospects when you're engaging with them on linkedin feel them out see if they'd be a good fit for you based on their responses but also you can do that within your actual message so one opportunity is to actually stand out from the competition because a lot of marketers on linkedin don't understand this is that you need to be presenting a real solution to a real challenge to the right people and then combining that with a really really solid call to action so you can actually get them onto the phone or get them into a meeting or whatever the next step of that that process is where you can continue the conversation yeah so it's really really important it's important and i think you make a, a really really good point about who's operating the accounts you know you guys out there think about this to yourself right now you're in a business you're really looking to develop some new conversations for your pipeline. Would you rather have someone who has zero experience in dialogue, communication, collaboration? Um, or would you prefer someone that knows how to move a conversation from point A to point B? Someone who knows the cycle, someone who knows how to get stuff done. And I think, you know, if you are looking at different marketing partners for that, you know, what Cameron's just said there, look for someone who's been through it, done it, and has a passion for it. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest assets you can find in a marketing partner. Absolutely. And it's from quality conversations, right? If you're speaking to someone who you think could uh, could help you out with this, then have a conversation with them, gather their experience. and But more importantly, if, if they sound like they're someone who really knows what they're talking about, but it can also back that up with evidence in terms of maybe results they've achieved or just examples of the work that they do then you're going to be in a much better footing so oh, kind yeah, of things sure. to look out for mm-hmm. um sounds familiar right Scott? it does it does absolutely <laughs> um, no and full disclosure you know this is you know, we do do this kind of work but no matter who you go with then just make sure that you, you trust them to do a good job make sure they understand sales make sure they understand marketing make sure they're good writers and they understand how to construct that copy to to generate results right yeah i think you know I'm, I'm all for conversations, right? If, if you are looking for a partner in marketing to do this kind of work, go and talk to 50 companies and go and talk to the 50 people on the end of the phone because what you'll understand is and what, you'll, um, what will resonate with you the best is the people who are good at sales 
are the ones that will make that first impression. Mm -hmm. um, and if you are looking to, again, develop some sort of program, then you want solid sales professionals behind you. So get out there, go and talk to everyone, you know, ask them a load of questions. And, you know, the people who will serve you the best are the ones who will know the answers from experience. Mm -hmm. And they're going to provide you with the biggest opportunity on LinkedIn, which is consistent conversations mm -hmm. leading to consistent sales. It can be done and it can be done very, very well and it can have a massive impact on your business. Huge. So that's pretty much the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities that we, we've covered so far. What about threats, Scott? What do you think some of the threats on LinkedIn are? I think, you know, one of the biggest threats potentially, I guess is the limitations, right? So, you know, we talk about that software being used and, you know, got banned, you won't drop any names, but um, it's a real threat. Um, but the real, the even bigger threat of that is, you know, LinkedIn was kind of created with this um, mindset of connecting people no matter where they are. So are we actually going against that by limiting, you know, potentially how many people you could add to your network every day? You know, for, a business development professional, you want to be talking to as many people as possible. So potentially, and I mean, this is up for arguments as well, I guess, but is that actually hindering the overall opportunities that LinkedIn offers? I think it's mm -hmm. quite an interesting... Do you mean in terms of LinkedIn's capabilities? I know we've heard stories in the past of people going a bit too heavy on their yeah. LinkedIn strategy and getting, you can get banned, right? So if, if you, for example, if you sit there and send out a thousand message or a thousand connection requests a day to people in your target market or people you think you could help serve, LinkedIn will actually ban you yeah, or, or stop you from being able to add people. So do you mean in terms of people yeah. being able to just do that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, the people that will sit behind a computer and do that are pretty hardcore salespeople. Um, but, you know, what I mentioned earlier is about having respect and being mm -hmm. careful. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something a lot of professionals will probably learn over time is, you know, there's no need to go, you know, completely crazy on it. Because if you are, if you have that mindset of serving people on a meaningful level and you have great copy to accompany that, mm -hmm. there's no need to go out and yeah. hit a thousand people a day. That's so. that's the thing. If, if, if you can actually get your conversion rate to a point where you know consistently with your message that you're going to be getting a, a good response rate and a good amount of people from the number of messages that you send out to the number of people saying mm. yeah i'd love to speak with you about your business it sounds great how can you solve my my challenges yeah then there's no need to add a thousand people a day to your network you can get away with doing a lot less because your conversion rate will be higher mm. so quality over quantity yeah i suppose completely agree what other threats do you think uh, are on your kind of mind i think a massive threat is the competitiveness and the fact that your competitors may get there first if yeah you, if, if you are selling a service and using linkedin as a tool to do that you can bet with pretty much 100 percent confidence that there will be competitors on there who are also targeting the same people the same message so that's why it's so so important coming back to this sales psychology i suppose of a linkedin message and a way to actually interact with people and compel them to taking the next step in your sales process really really important that you nail that down because otherwise your competition may have a slightly better approach and they may get there first so important to remember i think go into a linkedin campaign with your strategy nailed down get that stuff sorted before you even engage with one person and you should be in a good place yeah absolutely i think that kind of i just had a thought it kind of links nicely back to our podcast last week where you know you have to invest in yourself 
um, mentally as well as monetarily, I guess, mm-hmm. um, in having that right mindset and having that right demeanor to deal with, you know, potentially hundreds of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so big investments in yourself, big investments, especially if you're a salesperson, you know, that's the first thing you should be invested in is yourself. You invest in yourself to become better. Um, and you know, when you're using LinkedIn, where there is so much competition, you're the one that's going to stand out because you've invested in yourself. So I think that rigs really, really nicely. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So anything else, Scott? I think I'm, I'm all tapped out in terms of LinkedIn. Yeah, what about I'm you? pretty tapped out as well. Got my hand on the rope, but, um, <laughs> I think this was a really, really good conversation and I hope that it's opened up a lot of people's minds as well. So, you know, there might be some people out there that are thinking, Hmm, I want to use LinkedIn, but I don't exactly know how, don't have the time, don't have the resources, etc. you know, just have a conversation with someone. You never know what's going to happen unless you do have a conversation. That's what always I say. Um, but yeah, I think this was a really, really good one and I hope everyone enjoyed it. Absolutely. Until next time, guys, keep squaring your sales <laughs> and we will talk to you soon. Adios.